0: i <laughs> clint this is david and welcome to another episode of unrestricted free agent david good morning how you doing good morning
1: i'm trying to get the blink
0: down yeah.
1: <laughs> what do I, how's it look medita
0: you got it no i don't got that's it. that's an eight or a that's two. all yours man hey it's good to be back it is episode two episode two done a lot of searching in my brain over the last week since we did the last one ditto and uh, I want to talk about practicality this morning. Mm-hmm. How do you take all the things that we discussed last week and, and actually make them practical and turn them into a reality? Yeah. And I think the word beyond constantly curious, which was the theme of the first episode, is desire. Yeah. you got to have desire for something. Absolutely. Yeah. And in my case, it's desire to be better, to be a better person, to be a better father, to be a better friend. To be a better leader, to be a better business person, make better choices. And so desire has to be following the curiosity in your world. Mm -hmm. It just has to be. Because if you don't have a desire, why are you even getting up in the morning? Exactly. Yeah. Where does passion come into play? I think it's real important. Um, But desire creates the passion, that's the fuel, Mm -hmm. it's the engine. Uh, a a red-hot desire. Think about this, David. When you really want to do something or achieve something or go somewhere or have something, do you not usually end up making that happen for yourself? Correct. Like yes. you want to buy a new car mm-hmm. you want a new house or you, you'd like to date that person. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd like to have that job. If you want it bad enough, now it may not look like what you originally thought it was going to look like, but you're going to achieve something yeah. Of, of that stature at some point mm-hmm. in your life if that's your main focus it's mm-hmm. what's important to make good choices on what you're focusing on yeah absolutely you know and I have a tendency to just we were talking about this a little earlier jump into something once I've decided I want to do that and that's great you, you need to mm-hmm. but also you've got to you, you need to kind of have a plan don't wait for the plan to be totally rounded out But you got to have a desire. Is this worth my time and effort, by the way, yeah, is real important. Planning is good, but
1: you can't overplan. You can get caught up in all of these logistical scenarios that don't really pertain to what you're trying to do or build. And I've seen it happen with people where they'll have an idea and they start making moves to making it happen, whatever. If it's a project, if it's an event, if it's a career move, if they're not. Focused on what they're trying to do, and they start focusing on all these other external pieces, they just lose track of things. So I'm going to say planning's good, but over planning can get you. So action, try, and yeah, an action, yeah, action. You got to take action once you start action. planning because, you, like you're, like I was explaining
0: with the planning thing. It's like people get stuck in this this right. little circle. I got to, I got to make this better. I, well, how are you going to test your theory? Yeah, you know, I take one, maybe two things that I know. Or at least in my strategy, I think is going to move me closer to whatever my goal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you a great example. A few years ago, um, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to start walking. I wanted to really start walking, and 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 I had to have some sort of a goal. So my goal was to walk the length of the United States. Right. On. I chose the shortest distance. It's twenty three sixty five across the United States on. Basically 10 from Florida to California. So 2,365 yeah. miles. You just so said. I had, I, I divided it out, you know, 365 mm-hmm. days. I realized I needed to walk six, seven, eight miles a day. Mm-hmm. I broke it into smaller pieces. And then the first few days, uh, it was kind of tough to kind of like get myself motivated to do that. Yeah. Uh, and I achieved that goal, by the way, which was really cool.
1: Congrats, Yeah. Like the, the next year then,
0: uh, and I talked about maybe sometimes jumping too quick, too fast. The next year then, the f- that was three or four years ago, I decided that I was going to start doing push-ups and setup as part of my regular routine Mommy. every day. And I started with 10 of each one the first few days, and it was kind of tough. And then I got I got rolling, and then I got obsessed.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And by April, I was doing six – thousand of each one a, a month it's impressive and it blew my left arm out completely <laughs> couldn't get my arm up over you my shoulder yeah i went too hard i kind of achieved uh the year's yeah. goal in six months or four months but there was action involved in it mm-hmm. i didn't plan out every step along the way i just started with day one mm-hmm. and started chipping away at that goal yeah
1: Hey, let me ask you something, and this has to do with the desire and the action and the planning. It's the voice in your head. When we're talking about practicality of making stuff happen, we're talking about getting started, putting things in motion. The voice in your head. What I'm talking about is when you were getting ready to do all those miles that you indicated you wanted to walk with the in relation to the United States, were there days where – the voice or voices in your head were telling you, you know what? Maybe we don't need to walk today. Let's do it tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. How often did that happen? Well, in the beginning, it happened quite quite often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You got this to do. You got that to do. You know, you haven't got an hour right now to go strolling through the neighborhood. When it was hot mm-hmm. or raining. Yeah. You know, and it gets real hot in the desert in the summertime. Fortunately, I have a banquet room. Mm-hmm. And after a couple of days of kind of missing out on walking, I'm like, well, I can walk in, in the banquet room, Yeah, which I had that, you know, uh, ability to do that. And quite frankly, I didn't want to get out of the room once I started. It was yeah. con- temperature controlled. I had a restroom if I needed to stop. <laughs> a I sound could system. St- yeah, I had a sound <laughs> system. I could uh, I could uh, uh, have coffee when I wanted. So, yeah, I, I believe we have two voices inside us at all times speaking Uh, go jump run and do this and the other one saying oh you can't do that because of this or past failures or things of that nature and just gotta I just I just don't listen to that one yeah I mean I just I recognize the voice and I just don't listen to that person Mm -hmm. but we all hear it all the time I think so at least I do
1: yeah I remember growing up when it had when we were getting ready for football practice yeah you don't need to go today you'll be fine or you don't need to go to those workouts. You'll be fine. Yeah. You did really good last week. You'll make up week. it tomorrow. You yeah, make it yeah there's tomorrow. always tomorrow. You can just work out yeah. an extra hour. Yeah. And, and But how often do we end yeah. up following through with, with what that voice told us to do?
0: Which leads us to the word discipline. Yeah. Desire. Mm-hmm. Being curious first. Mm-hmm. Then having a desire to do it. Mm-hmm. And then being disciplined enough to do it. Yeah. I think
1: self-discipline is one of the hardest. It's got to be objectives to it is
0: for me how about that yeah i've I, me to self-discipline is yeah. the hardest thing i deal with every day yeah and i've had people go
1: wow you're really you, you have a lot of discipline in the routine and stuff that you do and i'm like in my head i'm like i
0: don't yeah I if you, you, yeah you could only <laughs> you really get in what's here going on there's a there's quite a quite a brawl taking place in here sometimes mm. um yeah i th- i think i think that everybody has uh, several voices in there yeah. that because you've got all your past you've looked at other people you you see what they're doing sometimes it looks easy sometimes it looks hard am I willing to make that sacrifice or am I willing to make that commitment to walk in in that walking now it's not hard to do but try to walk 2,500 miles yeah. in, in a year you got to you can't do it in a month <laughs> you touched on one of my key points I have for the day
1: don't worry about other people do not worry about what they're doing and how they're doing it. And definitely do not use social media as a parameter yeah. or a way to measure where you Your should bench be. benchmark. Yeah. Because yeah. we all know the truth that it's mostly a highlight reel for everybody. Yeah. We're not yeah. going around posting the failures that yeah. we had or <laughs> something that we damaged yeah. trying to yeah. do something or build something. It's That's just not how it is. Someone's not going to show you a failed no. attempt at putting in turf or or, uh, or a piece of carpentry, you know, or something they are trying to build that just didn't go well. No one's going to post that, right? So don't use that as a parameter. Don't worry about what they're doing. I Really focus on what you're doing.
0: You know, I keep— a practical way to approach it. Absolutely. You know, I keep a lot of material. We create a lot of content, and I keep a lot of my, the content that I have. Mm-hmm. First, I could share it if I chose to. Like, here's here's where I started. Here's where I came from. Yeah. You know, but it's to remind myself of how quickly you can achieve if you make a commitment to getting better. Yeah. I mean, you know, back to the walking. Again, it's something as simple as walking, but walking seven, to eight miles every day through the rain and the heat and, mm-hmm. you know, when you didn't feel well. And and I'm not going to say I walked eight miles every day, but if I missed a day, then... Tomorrow I might have to make up for that a little bit because i got to stay on focus. Yeah. But it was broken up. It was an achievable goal broken up into 365 days. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, I probably spent the first three weeks going, oh, you know, I'll make up for that. Yeah. I took off pretty quickly yeah. after I realized if I don't get started right now, mm-hmm. this is a marathon. I, I won't make it. Yeah. And. Why let yourself down when you know you can do it? Yeah.
1: Well, you made it. You said you made it an achievable goal. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are presented with the idea in today's society that doing something and doing it quickly is the best way to do it. Achieving results quick, quick results, thirty days. I right? think why didn't you do those two thousand three hundred sixty-five miles in, two, in 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 thirty a, a, days? Clip? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. No, I'm. Well, it's I, not achievable. It's not. I achievable. mean, I'm walking
0: to Phoenix every day.
1: You're gonna face. You're definitely gonna face exhaustion, yeah. Which is gonna really, right? It's really gonna fire up that voice in your head, like, yeah, maybe this isn't gonna happen. Yeah. I made it 30 days. This really yeah. isn't gonna happen, right? Especially if you go out and you knock out 100 miles in a day, or you really try to, right? So it's uh, there's that, and then you're also gonna, you're you're likely gonna face failure in that. I would say you're you're definitely going to face failure in that yeah, 30 days yeah. if you're trying to
0: do that. Well, yeah, yeah. So, which brings a- 80, it, 80 miles yeah. a day is I, I'm not able to achieve that. I mean, yeah. I I'm, you'd be walking every day all day and not accomplishing anything yeah. else. And I, you've yeah, I guess where I think a lot of people miss out on reality is they're not they're not real with themselves they're not honest Mm -hmm. with themselves and i think that's the major one of the major components of free agency is you've got to be self-aware yeah Uh, open and honest with your with yourself about your weakness you notice i didn't say i was gonna play major league baseball for the cubs i'm gonna go work out and i'm gonna make that happen that's realistic that that, that's not gonna happen (laughs) i mean you know i'm gonna play center for the for the Chicago Bulls, well, that's, that's just not going to, those are unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Could I own the Bulls at some times? Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm kind of like Gary Vee. That's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. But to play for the Bulls, that's not, that's never, that was never an option
1: for me. Yeah. Uh,
0: Being realistic with yourself. And
1: I, I know we talk about achievable goals and that's a really, really nice catchphrase that gets used, but you know, just tell yourself, don't overdo it. Slow is okay. A pace that you're good with is okay. You connect that with it. Don't worry about what other people are doing. You're gonna be fine. You know Slow what I was okay. Uh,
0: don't you know worry what, about what other people are doing. I'm sorry, David. I didn't mean to jump. No, in you're there, good. But I, 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 you, you mentioned something earlier, and I believe there, I believe there's a, there's a, a, a cause and reaction to this. I, I think a lot of our I think a lot of this is TV and marketing, because like you mentioned earlier, everything has a 30 to 60 second solution to everything. Yeah. Supposedly. Aging cream, and this will make you feel better, and this will take your headache away. This this will help you lose weight. This will help you keep more focused. And everything's Mm -hmm. a 30 to 60 second solution Mm -hmm. to everything. That's not reality at all. No. Reality is a lot of things take decades Mm -hmm. to achieve. Yeah. Building businesses, uh, raising children. I mean, my children are now in their uh, mid to late twenties. Well, I've got a, three decades into parenting. That was and one day at a time. Yeah. Still, you know, <laughs> you're raising a small child. Uh, it's a it's a day to day, sometimes minute to minute process. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't happen overnight. And no. so life itself is that way. It's a long term. Uh, I play. I believe in playing the long game. And, again, that's back to the free agency. Free agents can be in any walk of life. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset Yeah. more than it is anything else. It, it's a desire to be a better person than you are right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you talk about playing the long game, and this is just a personal thing that I always – I don't know if I – I just used it to analyze people especially if it's like some friends or, or somebody that I was just getting acquainted with and we went and played pool. When I play pool with somebody, I feel like I get a really good idea how they think. Cause most pool people that are playing pool are playing ball to ball. This ball, mm-hmm. okay, I got that one in now, what am I gonna do? Okay, I'll go after this ball. That one looks easy, I'll go after this one. Real pool players. <laughs> They're already down to the.
0: They're playing the table.
1: Yeah, they're playing the whole table. Yeah. Every move and idea has potentially been planned out already, or they they have a very good idea what they're gonna do. Even they already this ball's already going in. They know that they're looking at, you know, nine yeah. ten balls up yeah. or even more. Maybe yeah. it's you know professional ones. They just use. I've seen people go and just knock out their 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 set of balls in.
0: In one one, one round. I, I used know a few guys like that yeah. back in the day you know yeah. they just run the table you know
1: and, and you go oh was it luck or
0: no no you can see
1: and I'm not saying that I'm a prof- I'm a professional yeah. pool player but I played it enough where I use that concept in the game and I'm pretty successful I've definitely won way more games than I've lost in pool so it's I, I learn a lot from that so thinking the
0: long game and you but it, playing it, the short game mm-hmm
1: Elabrate thinking on the long that.
0: game, thinking the long game, always having the, the long game in your in your view, mm-hmm. but you gotta you gotta achieve each shot individually. In the case of shooting pool, yeah, to set that next one up. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at the big picture, but your mic your macro and my uh, mm-hmm. uh, macro and <laughs> macro and my what what why can't I say the word macro and micro uh, macro and micro but you're you're looking at the big picture but you're making each each shot is individually setting up the next shot. Yeah,
1: perfect. Uh, one of my favorite games is using in in pool's cutthroat where you yeah. have three players. Yeah. Cuz they can be making moves way way yeah. ahead and yeah. using different and it's you'll see you'll see people just get whoa. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? Why are my all my balls disappearing in both sides? Like what what is right. going on? That person is Playing way ahead, right? Way ahead. And I love watching it, and it's just a good example. I wanted to bring up in this conversation in regards to being a free agent, because you have to. You're just like you said, long game.
0: So we're talking about goals too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're talking uh, about reaching a plateau. Again, I think it was Zig Ziglar said this one time. Said you could go jump and. A car, it's full of gas. you got the car loaded and ready to go. But unless you've got a destination in mind, how are you going to know when you get there? Yeah. Or we're going to San Diego or we're going to New York or we're going to wherever. You've got a map. you probably thought it out in advance. We don't have to do that quite as much today as what we used to. <laughs> used to back in the day you had to use Rand McNally, and, and I used it a lot. I used it every day. I had the laminated type. Mm-hmm. And... You plan, you strategize your move. Where am I going to fuel? Where am I going to sleep? Um, you don't do that as much now, but you still get Google out or Google Maps out. Yeah. And you plug it in, and mm-hmm. you realize how much time you've got to get there, how much fuel you're going to need, where you're going to need to stop. You're going to need to eat every now and then or replenish your supplies. Mm-hmm. So you've got a strategy when you're, even if it's, even going to Phoenix, which we all do quite, a, quite regularly, mm-hmm. it's just a, what, an hour and a half drive. Yeah, it's not bad at all. But you you have a strategy in place. Mm-hmm. You think about time. You mm-hmm. think, is it, is it rush hour? Should I be leaving right now? Should I, could I wait an hour? Could I go an hour early mm-hmm. to skip some of the rush hour traffic, especially going into Phoenix at, on a Friday night? Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's planning ahead, having mm-hmm. a strategy, and then following through. Well, life is, is ba- basically go on vacation every day of your life. That's a good way to put it. Have a strategy of how you're going to accomplish it. I saw a Gary Vaynerchuk uh, video yesterday. He talked about entrepreneurial and a lot of the stuff that you have to deal with day to day, it's not necessarily fun or enjoyable. It's just mm-hmm. part of beating budgets and, and, and just the, the minutiae of mm-hmm. actually doing work. Mm-hmm. And I love every minute of it. Yeah. Because it's my work. Mm-hmm. I will fail or or succeed on my own or in the case of our team our team will fail and succeed on our own accord there are sometimes external forces Mm -hmm. uh, you know pushing against it but even those can be held at bay if you've got a plan knowing that there's going to be we had a conversation not too long ago with with nareda and and again nareda thank you Thank you for all you do around here. We yeah. appreciate it so much. We couldn't, we couldn't do any of this without her. Is that fair to say? Yeah. But we were talking about the market and how things come and go. In the years that I've been involved in the market, which now is, you know, a long time. How about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Decades. <laughs> there's been a lot of really good times, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of really down times. Mm-hmm. The market goes up. The market goes down. The housing prices go up, the housing prices come down. you got to be able to withstand the hard times, if you will, the mm-hmm. lean times. And then when the flush times happen, be ready to move at full speed, knowing, yeah. kind of like, not unlike a farmer. I yeah. grew up in the Midwest. I watched the farmers. There were a lot of periods of time they weren't busy in the fields, mm-hmm. but, man, they were busy on their farms, repairing tractors or working on combines or cleaning mm-hmm. something up or getting ready. Because the harvest, when it comes, it's just, it's nonstop, yeah. you know, 24-7 until the crops get get in. Yeah, And I will say one more thing about that, just kind of follow through. You need people in your life to help you achieve a lot of the major things in life. And I saw a lot of neighbors helping neighbors when that time came.
1: Yeah,
0: Which was great to see a lot of people. Working in one small area, achieving, you know, the same common goal. Same common goal. Yeah, isn't that beautiful to see? It, it really was. Us as humans, be humans. Yeah. Free agency allows you that, though. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the some of the ills that we have right now that we're facing would be solved if more people stood on it, it, free agency is ownership that's another word that i would use mm-hmm. free ownership free agency is ownership of your own behavior your own outcomes mm-hmm. ownership and people just dodge it like crazy yep. well, i was like that when i got here hey, you know i can't yeah. do anything to fix it if you had to deal with this guy all the time blah blah mm-hmm. blah, blah it's just nothing but excuses after excuses and i'm looking me personally I'm looking at okay how that is true mm-hmm. or potentially true well how yeah. do we solve that how do we make him a better person or more productive or get him to join in and how do we solve some of these things that's part of the challenge of free agency is you you're the you're the you're the fix it man or woman mm-hmm. in in your world yeah you're not looking for anybody else to solve your problem
1: mm-hmm.
0: you might need help solving your problem but then you go to the you know, you've done your homework and research and you make sure that this problem, it's kind of like Zig. Uh, well, I know this was Zig Ziglar. He said, Hey, if you want to lose weight, go to your skinny doctor.
1: Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask questions in free agency. It's totally, it's totally fine to ask, to ask questions and, and be open-minded. Like we said on episode one, you know, talking about how there's the good times and then there's the hard times, you know, with free agency, something that, that I think about a lot is how is your relationship with failure? Yeah. What's it like? Yeah. Can you explain it to yourself? How comfortable are you with it? And the reason why is there's a, there's a, there's a famous Thomas Edison quote and it's many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. You're so close,
0: six inches. Yeah, we'll tell that story one of these days. The six, the six inches inch yeah. but yeah, and yeah. and it's
1: it's just something that you really have to confront right away is your relationship with failure and be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself and transparent with yourself.
0: I used to hate failure, uh, enjoyed the victories way more. But i i can be on I can be honest with myself now and say, I don't like failure. It's not fun. Sometimes it hurts but I know it's part of the process. And it's not me, it's an event.
1: Mm -hmm. I may have caused
0: the event, but failure is an event, not a person. You know, you mentioned a minute ago being curious, and I thought um, Artie Moreno owns the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Mm -hmm. He is a multi-billionaire. He's from Tucson, Mm -hmm. got a great backstory. I'd love to get him on someday. I've got some really cool stories of meeting Artie and working with him, very, very laid back guy. And I've been in a few meetings uh, with him over mm-hmm. business um, in the past. The quietest person in the room was Artie Moreno. And the work was all being done for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing some work for the angels at the time. The quietest person in the room, there, I can remember a few rooms, there might be 20, 30, 40 people in those rooms and he was by far the quietest person, the least vocal one in the group. And you know what he was doing? He had his notebook out. Old fashioned Columbo notebook, pen and paper, and he was writing down everything everybody was saying. Yeah. And he might've, the the couple of meetings that I went to that he was in with large amounts of people, mm-hmm. he might've spoke 30 words mm-hmm. after a three hour meeting. Yeah. But they were all impactful, and they were getting answers to the questions that he had mm-hmm. about the project he was working on, <laughs> which was so cool. Yeah, because a lot of people are—they got a lot to say, and you know—he just was just so re- reserved and really a good guy. I'll have to work on getting him on one of these yeah, days. make it happen. Let's go.
1: Just talking about getting people on, I'm excited for the guests we've got. We've got lined up. Good ones. Uh, I've got two um, lined up for the next couple of weeks, and I know you have some yeah. coming too yeah. that are gonna. Really give us some some good some good information, you know, in, in, in the future, you know, the first guest I'm going to have, we're going to be talking about, so her time management is insane. When I heard what she does on a day-to-day basis, it was like, it, it was eye-opening for me, like, I can do a lot more, let's yeah. go, let's go. Uh, so she's going to be talking about her, it's, her name's Marielle, she's going to be talking about her time management, along with her habits. Yeah you know I, I really want the listeners and viewers to get in the head of these these guests and see what their habits are and how they're achi- achieving the goals getting to the achievable goals and so people can learn free agency and learn from all of these free agents they're all they all understand the guests that are coming here they understand and agree that what we are talking about is being an unrestricted free agent
0: and it's nobody even talks about it david no well, they don't teach it. It's not discussed. It's uh, it's not your school curriculum. And the cool thing about the guests that we have coming, they're all practicers, yep. practitioners of free agency. Mm-hmm. They're living the life. Yeah. They're actually doing it. And that's the one goal that we have is that our listeners and our viewers mm-hmm. can have real practical experiences that they can relate to because mm-hmm. they're going to relate as, as viewers, you're going to relate to some of the stuff we're talking about. Maybe yeah. not all of it, but mm-hmm. one of these guests or so maybe something you or I say will go, oh, I never. Because most of the things that I'm aware of, how did you do You learned it from someone else. Yeah. That most of our behaviors are learned from someone else or through study and self-education. Mm-hmm. So the more – it's kind of like I read a lot. Yeah. I study a lot. I read, And I always read – People that have achieved something positive and successful. Why do I want to read a ton about failure? I got enough of that of my own. You look around, yeah. you see it. I wanna see people that have accomplished something and how they did it. Mm-hmm. And every every backstory with every person that we have read in history,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was never a smooth ride to the top. Never. Yeah. It was always difficult. The difference between to use the word successful, we'll use that word. Successful and unsuccessful people Mm -hmm. is successful people have struck out more times than the unsuccessful. The unsuccessful maybe never got in the batter's box. Mm -hmm. And if they did, maybe once or twice they got overpowered. They were out. This is not for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to use while we're on the baseball terminology, Babe Ruth struck out more times than anybody in history.
1: Yeah, but what else did he do?
0: But nobody even, uh, other than a true baseball historian would even know that. Yeah. And his record has since been broken by Reggie Jackson. Both mm-hmm. of those gentlemen are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I'm talking about a hitter, not a pitcher. That's mm-hmm. Nolan Ryan. He was paid money to strike people out. But Babe Ruth was the, has struck out the second most times in anybody in history until Reggie Jackson broke his record. He held that record, by the way, for 50 years. Yeah, But I'll, I would bet money that 99% of the people – would never associate Babe Ruth with striking out at all. Hmm. They would think of the 714 home runs that he hit during his major league career Yeah. and all the World Series championships he won.
1: Yeah, strikeouts aren't sexy. Yeah.
0: Michael Michael Jordan didn't win every game he played. No. I mean, we talk about him like, mm-hmm. you know, he walked on water st- and stuff, and I watched his whole career. Um, there were, he missed some shots at the end. He lost some games in the end. He played on a few losing basketball teams. Mm-hmm. But it didn't take away from the accomplishments that he had, especially during the 90s. Yeah. And he does own a professional, he owns the Charlotte Hornets now. So it worked out pretty well all the way through his all the way through his career. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: you ready to wrap this one up, David? We are. Yeah. You know, um, we definitely covered some practicality of this thing. And there's gonna be more covered as the guests come on. That's that's what they're gonna be here for, is to to fill in gaps that we haven't right. We haven't filled. And that's that's on purpose. We want people to see it's just not us. There's other people in your community, people maybe you know that are around. You know, they're they're
0: they're they're a good source of inspiration. Yeah. No doubt about it. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks again, Nai We appreciate all you do for us. Yeah, we
1: had a great time. If you're looking to advertise on this episode, please reach out to us or or
0: any future episodes, reach out to us and we can get you on there. And if you have any questions, concerns, things you'd like to discuss, like to be a host, a guest, shoot us an email, shoot us a text, reach out to us. Awesome.